This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 48 of the Stacey June Show. And today's self centered Sunday podcast is all about doing it for yourself. Welcome to a self-centered Sunday podcast where I talk about something that I've learned in my week, things that are going on with my life, etc., etc. Uh, if you like the show, please leave a rating and review. Uh, Michael Trembath was my guest on Thursday and I mean, I just get such an incredibly unique response when I have Michael on the show. I also get an incredibly unique buzz uh, by having him on the show. Uh, he is by far the most um, profound and prolific teacher that I've had. Uh, We work very well together, so watch this space. If you haven't listened to the chat, we talk all things about how emotions are are energy moving through our body and ways for us to let that energy go rather than sitting, letting it sit there, get stuck and creating more pain and potentially sometimes physical uh, sickness or illness or symptoms in, in different ways can be more, you know, more extreme than others. So have a listen to that chat if you haven't already and um, and let Michael know that you enjoyed it if you do. Today I want to talk about something that I that has come up in my life in many different uh, ways and when I say that I mean so many different people have I suppose had this rise and I've either given it for ad- advice to a couple of people in my life this week and I found myself having to give myself the advice as well which sometimes happens when I'm you know, talking to a mate or having a bit of a think about what the lesson is for them. And then a couple of days later, I've realized this year that the lesson was also for me. And this week, I want to talk about how we wait to move and act for ourselves for a sign that's coming externally. So my example, and I put this on my Instagram on Friday, was it essentially I had this beautiful day, the day before my birthday. It is my birthday week. Uh, if you're listening on a Sunday, my birthday was yesterday on the Saturday and I love my birthday week. Um, so there's something really nice. I get very reflective beforehand. And on the Friday I was doing that. I was loving myself sick, working right near the beach, free Wi-Fi because my mate's Wi-Fi had connected to the cafe. I'd re- just finished an article. Um, we've just got lots of good things happening behind the scenes with our business business and I don't know I was just feeling myself but a few days before I was not I could barely leave the house and I just found that in many ways I I continuously wait for 
the opportunity to show up for somebody else or something else. So often I will be very, very good with deadlines, which I think a lot of people are. If I'm writing an article or writing, a, you know, submitting a chapter of my book, whatever it is, I am able to work in that in that guideline. I've even started swimming. And so when I give myself a goal, I, I'm really <laughs> quite able to do some um, some serious distance in the pool. And so I'm very goal-oriented because those goals and those particular, I guess, aims are coming from some kind of external factor. It would mean that I have swam a certain amount, which is for me, I guess, in some way, but it keeps up with the people around me. Uh, If I have a deadline, then I've got to report to this particular person because they're expecting something from me and therefore I don't want to let them down. Uh, If I turn up on time for my friend and for brunch, I'm definitely making sure that I'm trying to be a good friend to them. And and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If we turn up to work and do the best job we can, it's because our boss will give us that approval. There's so many different reasons that we turn up in life that really have nothing to do with us, that really is about other people acknowledging our existence, making us feel good about ourselves and having that pat on the back coming from an external source. So when I spoke about working from home and feeling pretty good on Friday about it, I also spoke about how I was in tears a few days before at my situation. I am now completely um, into in business by myself. I live with my husband who's very involved in my business, but essentially my business, my coaching business, my podcasting business, my uh, writing work and anything else, the radio stuff or any other television things that I do are all linked around me. And that's taken a bit to get used to. And I don't think that it's just simply about working on your own. I think the lesson I've learned this week is that it's really about showing up for you and not having an external factor drive you to show up. So you might ask yourself, well, that's just a great motivator. Why would I show up for any other reason? How are we how are we taught that we need to be showing up for people before ourselves? How are we understanding that the way of the world and the the order of priority is others first, us next? And I'm not saying you walk around and start putting yourself aggressively or egotistically in front of people's ways. You start cutting people off and say, I'm more important than you. But when it comes to work, when it comes to our income, when it comes to our fitness, our self-care, our mental health, Why is it that we wait for someone to push us or invite us to show up before we commit and have discipline to showing up for ourselves? So I really got that message loud and clear this week. And obviously, I've thought about this in different ways and found that I've found it hard at times to be disciplined within my own work. But when I really dig deeper, it's just as simple as it being that I choose to show up for others before I choose to show up for me. Because if I'm honest with myself and I get my writing done, I update my website, I'm up to date with my podcast and and guests and all my booking stuff and, and pitching ideas, which I've done over the past few weeks and is actually really taking off, I feel really good about myself. I start earning the money I deserve. I start buzzing and feeling sexy in my body again. And there's something that that vibes through me. And it's not because I'm necessarily getting acknowledgement from external factors. It's because I had to show up for me first. I had to do that for myself first. So anything that's coming in externally is from the action that I took to show up for me first. 
this can apply to so many different things and it's so, so, so in particular a, a, a lesson that you should learn if you're looking to attract someone into your life and this isn't a single Pringle episode, they go up on Tuesdays, but it's so important for you to think about showing up for yourself before you can even remotely ask for a, a new potential partner to come in and show up for you. It's so interesting. We meet these great people and then all of a sudden the, the relationship starts dwindling off or they lose a bit of interest. It's because a, a lot of the time they start showing up as much as you show up for yourself. And if you're not showing up for yourself, they're not going to show up any more than you are for yourself. I actually have said to a, a loved one in my family before, which I had a bit of a codependent relationship with. And I remember having a real aha moment where I said to them, I'm not going to do more work on you than you are going to do on yourself. It's unfair for me to be batting for you more than you'll bat for your own life, your own happiness. It's not my job to do more work on getting you better than you are willing to do on you. Now let's reverse that. It's not the universe. It's not your potential partner. It's not your actual partner. It's not your friends or your boss or your work colleagues or anyone else in life. It's not their job or the universe's job to provide you more than you're willing to provide for you. It's our responsibility to turn up for us first to put our worth out there to then show the example of what we would like to bring in. It's so interesting how so many of these lessons come back to very, a very similar place. But I find it really interesting the way we get there and the way that the lessons tend to repeat themselves over and over until we, we really truly learn them. And this is a good one for me this week. I, I think I really needed it. Like I, I've been working on continuing to be confident and worthy in my solo self since I was about 26, 27. And once I learned to do that from a relationship status, I realized I hadn't learned how to do that from a career status. And when I left the Thinker Girls and we moved on, I started to realize, or we were starting to do that last year, I started to realize that I still had work to do from my work element and my career element. And then I've also learned that I need to continue to do that being in a relationship because why should Ben be more interested in me than I am in myself? Why should the universe give me money when I'm not giving the work or giving the time that I feel like the money is worthy of? Why should we get examples of things in our life if we're not willing to invest in it first? I really think we've got this real interesting pattern where we are slightly entitled and I'm not even a true millennial. I'm a bit of an older millennial, a Gen Y, but the older edge of it. So I've got a bit of both. I kind of have a bit of entitlement, but I still have a really hard work ethic. But I still think that entitlement can get into all of our, in all of our um, ethos, I suppose. And it doesn't have to come from what generation you came from. I think my parents have it to some degree because in many ways, their life hasn't been easy. My mum lost her mum at a very young age. My dad hasn't always had an easy road. And there's a sense of entitlement that the world is going to improve that for you because you've had a rough go. I don't think that's how it works. I think we have to improve it for ourselves, and then the world jumps onto the story we want to tell. So this week, join me in trying to back yourself first. 
in whatever area you're trying to improve in your life, put your foot forward first and then have the expectation of things to return and lose the specifics around that expectation. Just have expectation in your worth and the fact that you've put your bit at, your, your bit out there. How that comes back to play is something that you can't control. But I promise you it feels good. I promise you it feels good when you back yourself. And I think we need to stop waiting for some form of invitation or approval from external factors, whether it be people or whether it's a sign from the universe for us to advocate or back ourselves or get our, get our finger out of our ass. It's the second half of the year. Now is time for us to really start to sing, really start to get intense and and quite focused on the things that we wanted to set out to achieve at the beginning of the year. So if you don't have a birthday like me mid-year and you didn't do a winter solstice, uh, I guess, kind of ceremony or ritual, get busy looking at what you were hoping this year to be and start putting yourself into those equations before you wait for the invitation to do so. I hope that gives you a bit of a spark of motivation. I'm definitely feeling it at the moment as it's my birthday tomorrow. I record this on a Friday. So I hope that you got something out of it and I hope that uh, there is something that puts a bit of a rocket under you and you start to be able to see that the, the buck does stop with us. The buck stops with you and that things will progress regardless of whether they're the, the way, the specific way you want them to, they will progress if you start to back yourself and do it for yourself first. Not do it for your partner, not do it for your mum, not do it for a boss or not do it because you promised someone. Just do it for you. You are enough and you are the most important part of your life. You might not be the most important part in your bosses or your partners or your friend that lives across the street. You're the one that you're number one in your life. You're the only one that's going to have the number one status because everyone else has their own number one status. So why are we fucking wasting our time waiting for our ranking from Joe the boss who's looking at you as number five and you're waiting and waiting and waiting for your turn when really you could make a move because you're number one in your life. And if you're not, it's probably time to make it. And I, I believe I am, but I think sometimes my actions say otherwise and I've got to work on that this week. Good luck. Let me know how you go. Let me know if this resonates with you. And I hope you have a brilliant self-centered Sunday wherever you are. Uh, I am going to be updating you guys with some big news on my newsletter this week and next week. So make sure that you are signed up. StacyJune.com is where you can hit up my mail list. Um, I have some work stuff to announce this week and then I have some big personal stuff that I'm going to announce the week after. And I cannot wait and I will be giving it to people that are doing an action to support um, support what I'm doing and just also giving me a love tap to say, yeah, I'm keen. I'm interested to find out what's going on with you. Uh, so I'm excited. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, and I really, really love doing the show. I have had some really interesting moments this year with the show. And obviously, as you can hear with this whole motivation within myself and showing up for me, I don't have anybody else to sit here and and sit here for. I have to sit here for me first. And therefore, I can be of true service to you when I do that. And and I think it's, it's I don't know, it's shining out bright in a, a different way. And I look forward to the next kind of six months of diving into this show more and more with you. Okay, guys. Cheerio. Bye-bye.
This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.